Welcome to You Are Your Leader podcast. I'm Emma Muir, your host and guide. I'm a leadership coach and energy healer, guiding you to your truth through powerful and unique transformations, knowing deeply that your true nature is infinite. I'm so fucking passionate about walking the path with you to your empowerment, where you welcome the change that transforms you. Through intuitive coaching and healing together, we unlock the infinite leader within you. Let's begin. You Are Your Leader podcast explores rising into your true nature, consciously being in the world and living from the most powerful place that exists in your life, your heart. Hi and welcome to this episode of You Are Your Leader. You've already had the intro, you know what we're here for. It's for you to become the infinite leader of your life, the infinite being of your life, infinite healer, because it's all within you. What are we talking about today? We're talking about needs, but every single living human on the planet has the same needs. Yeah. Now, we all have the same needs, but how each of you fill them is unique to you, is done in a different way. You and I both have a need of love, yet how that's filled and how we give it in our lives is so dependent on our experiences and and that's a whole other topic that doesn't need to be, but that's just one example. So how does it work? How does filling your needs, how does everyone's needs work? And what the fuck are they? Because they're very basic. And, you know, if you've listened to me for a while, you know, I like to break things down and and to make them as simple as I can because life is actually not required to be that complex It is. We live in a very complex world, but within ourselves, within our own beautiful world, it doesn't need to be unique. It doesn't need to be that complicated because it is unique. Love that. Went off on my own little tangent. But it doesn't need to be complex or complicated. So every single person on the planet has these fundamental needs. First one is connection. So it's connection to your inner world and to your outer world. And you know the nuances in that, in how you connect and what that looks like, again, that's a really big topic. And I love working one-on-one with people through that. Because how I connect to things and how you do is really different. There are some similarities perhaps, but there is going to be a vast number of differences as well, which is actually part of how we connect. I find that really fascinating. I'm going to go off a tangent for a second. We, If we were all the same, like what connects us and what sorry, what unites us is a common cause or a common need or you know a thing in our lives 
And from there, we, you know, that connects us. It can bring a whole bunch of people together and united, united in this one front, right? But what also connects you is the differences. What I offer is different to what you offer. And therefore, I can really add value into your life from a very different perspective as you can for me. So in that, in, within our differences, all those people can be united under one cause. It's the same thing. But all the differences is how we connect as well. Yeah? And I really find the deepest and greatest connection that I've ever felt is in those differences in how we view things, in how we look at things, in how we show up and the energy that we bring, that's really what I connect to is the differences. Coming together and uniting is amazing, but it doesn't keep you together. It only joins you for a moment. What keeps you together is being able to go into those differences, yeah? Finding out how we can add value. To each other's lives, how we can contribute to each other's lives in such vast and different ways through those unique differences. And you've got to be able to connect. So that's in your outer world, how you can connect and perhaps giving you a different perspective on how you can do it because it works that way. It works beautifully that way. And in your inner world, how do you connect to yourself internally? And are you doing it from a really a place of truth because, again, you have to be able to connect to the light that's within you and also the dark, you know. Dark night of the soul, I love that. Like in any work that you do, in any personal development work that you do, if there is not an element of dark night of the soul, dark night of the soul, going deep, going into a place that you're really fucking uncomfortable, then it's not personal development. That's that's. I don't know what that is, but it's not development. It's not growth and it's not expansion. It's fluff. It's, to me, that is meaningless. And I know that sounds really harsh, but it is. If I don't really get like a good hit of, ooh, I just learned a truth about myself when I'm at a retreat in a course doing work with someone, if I aren't going with deep, and that's not development for me. It's not going to grow me and it's definitely not going to expand me. And, you know, that's the work that I do, that dark night of the soul going deep within you. So that's one need. And it works when you are connecting to yourself in truth internally and when you can connect. Because when you're doing that internally, you can connect to the world externally as well in such a more meaningful way. The other need that we have is nourishment. And that is nourishment of your mind, body, and soul. See, here's the thing. We are what we consume. Yeah? Think about that. You are what you consume. So therefore, what are you consuming in your mind? Like what's going in there? Are you just like thoughtlessly, mind, not mindfully watching, mindlessly watching TV and watching a show and just not really considering This is how I want to spend my whole day. Am I feeding my mind 
something that is going to grow and expand. Because if you're here with me now, I know that there's a little light that's turned on within you that says, there's more. I want more. And this is what we do together. And then also how you're nourishing your body. And I promise you, if you are feeding it things out of packaging that's already pre-made, pre-made foods, takeaway foods like fast foods, soft drinks, lots of high sugar, lots of high carb, like not carb from vegetable carb, I mean, you know, high in breads and pastas and all that kind of stuff, then the reality is you're not really nourishing your body. In fact, if most of your diet, and if most of your diet is coming from fast food, you're poisoning your body. If most of your diet is coming from prepackaged foods, you're malnourished. These are fundamental facts. And then there's nourishing your soul. Now, when you're conscious and when you're thinking about what you're putting into your mind, what you're putting into your body, your soul is fed because then you become discerning about who's in your life. You become discerning about who you want in your life. You can become discerning about how you show up. What's your energy? You become aware of that because you can start to feel the energy of what you're putting into your body how it's reacting within you and the energy that it's giving you. And then it feeds your soul. You've got more energy. You've got more love. And I'm getting goosebumps as I say it because I've been down this path. You know, I've shared my story of almost 20 years ago now of coming through, moving through depression through nourishment. True story. Facts. Go back and have a listen. It's in my other podcast. I don't know the number, but you're clever enough to find it. And so that leads me, that discernment of who's around you is leads into another fundamental need that we all have, which is safety. Yep. Security, safety, whatever you call it, but I use the term safety. Now, for men and women, they are primal, they're, they're primal in terms of what makes us feel safe and they are vastly different so for men it's all about emotional safety and I mean their hearts knowing that the people in their lives you know that they can be vulnerable when they need to um, but it is really about men feeling safe within their hearts that emotional safety for women, primal, this is primal need, is physical, feeling physically safe. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, men, when men feel emotionally safe, they will automatically offer that to women, to the women in their lives. They will automatically want to provide and be protective of their physical and therefore emotional safety. They will automatically want to do that. When men are not feeling emotionally safe, that means they haven't matured enough to be vulnerable, to welcome that in, to show up fully, to want to do that, then they're not going to be able to offer any kind of emotional safety to the women in their lives. And therefore, 
for a woman not feeling emotionally safe quite often, she doesn't feel physically safe. But also men that aren't feeling emotionally safe haven't got the awareness, hey, she's not actually feeling physically safe because women have female, they have cues on what is physically, they don't often verbalise it, but, you know, when men are in their masculine and they have emotional safety within themselves, then they'll want, they'll be able to see that, they'll have that awareness of, okay, she's not feeling safe right now, I can feel a shift in her because you've got this emotional intelligence going on. And in turn, when women are feeling physically safe, they will share how they feel openly. They will be able to let you in, to be conscious of your emotional safety as a man. And they'll want to provide that for you because they're not concerned about what happens to me physically if I, you know, hold space in that way. Yeah, if I'm fully vulnerable physically and emotionally because I feel protected and I feel safe, they know that they're going to get what they need back in return. That need of safety will be filled beautifully and overfilled. So women, when they're feeling physically safe, they can flourish. When men are feeling emotionally safe, they can flourish and thrive. It's a really beautiful thing to witness. And if you're uh, a mum who has had boys um, and going through their teenage years, you really see it in their teenage years and same for um, girls as well. It's really quite amazing watching it grow, you know, this um, fundamental need of safety and and seeing the, the differences between the two and the needs between the two. So if you're not feeling safe as a woman, then you need to start being discerning about who's around you and why is that going on. If you're not feeling safe and you know you're not showing up as a man, then have a look at how you're not feeling emotionally safe. Who's around you? Who are you letting in? Because you've got to let some people in. You have to. You just have to. Women, you need to let people protect you and provide for you. You just do. Then you'll start to feel physically safe. These are primal facts. Can't change them. And the one other need, so there's four. We've got connection, we've gone through nourishment, we've gone through safety. And the final one is love. Now, men receive and give through the lens of respect, right? Women receive and give through the lens of nurturing and love. So as a man... If you are giving love to your woman, it needs to be in her terms, yeah? And the same for women. If you are giving love to a man, it's done through that lens of respect, that honouring. And through men, it's through devotion. And so when you are in this beautiful state of love and you can give and receive yeah, then you are going to feel the fullness of love. But it needs to be done. So women, for the men in your life, give them respect. Give them the trust that you respect their decisions and their choices. And for women, give the nurturing. 
You know, for for the women in your life, give them nurturing. Give them that sense that you can receive them when they want to nurture you. And for me, it shows up in, you know, I love to do the little things like the cooking, that preparing a meal, that doing those things, yeah, the planning around that. Um, there's lots of different ways, but it's in the vulnerability that I offer my partner and to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling and just fill out that space within him and give him that, that show him my, my own self-love. So for the women in your life, give them love. Give them the nurturing. They'll give it back to you tenfold. And same for the men. When they're receiving respect from you, my goodness, they will just give and pour it into you. So that's how it works when your four needs, your fundamental needs are being filled. Now, individually, it's going to look a little bit different. That's like the snapshot. That's like the overview. But it doesn't work when you choose filling your wants over needs. And that means, well, I, I want to have a family, but I don't know how to connect. I don't know how to nourish my body. I don't feel safe and I don't know how to give and receive love. <gasps> so when you go to fill a need and say you want a family, because that's what you think you have to do. Mind you, I think it's the greatest gift you can give to each other becoming, you know, a parent, um, uh, yeah, in that becoming, in that creating. It's an amazing gift that you all get to live in every single day. However, let's say you want successful career and you want all these things that go with it. I want the car, I want the house, I want the things, I want the... When you put your wants over needs... You're never going to be able to fill your needs to the fullest. And so connection becomes no connection. It'll be a lack of connection to yourself, a lack of awareness, a lack of connection to others, to nature, to, you know, God, divine, universe, whatever you want to call it. You are not going to feel aligned above and below. You're not going to feel grounded because you're not going to be connected to yourself and to other and that has to be above love that has to be one of the most important I mean these are all equally important and you might think love has to be at the top but it's not it's like in this circle that just keeps flowing through each other and then bouncing like it's they're all interconnected intertwined but connection you need to know how to connect to yourself and it doesn't work it doesn't work you're not feeling the need of connection and you don't know how to, then let's talk because, you know, I can help you with that. But it, it will change your life. It will change every single relationship that you have around you. So let's look at nourishment. If, if you're not nourishing your mind, body, soul, I talked about this. You're going to be undernourished. You know, we talk about being malnourished as a third world, you know, poverty kind of mindset and belief. It's not true. Nourished, being undernourished 
is, as I said before, eating non-foods because what you consume consumes you. So if you are consuming foods that are non-foods, pre-packaged, everything out of a jar, um, going to fast food, take away all the time, this is foods that you're not preparing and foods that don't come from you know, fresh, good quality places, um, you know, fresh meats, fresh vegetables, you know, your basic foods that you have to cook from scratch, they will nourish you. Going out and exercising nourishes you, yeah? So these are things, like when you're looking, when you're not doing any of these things, you are undernourished. When you are just consuming content all the time that's like that you're not taking action on that you're not turning into knowledge you're not turning into um forward movement then then it's just going to consume you so you know the scrolling on social media all that kind of stuff it just it's consuming you so what you consume consumes you and it means that you're going to be undernourished. Your mind is a place that needs to be developed all the time. You need to be able to reflect. You need to be able to go back. You need to be able to check in. Oh, what's that belief that I have? But I can promise you malnourishment is not a third world problem. It's not a poverty problem. It is a world issue. Yeah? Health is a huge one as well. What about when you're not feeling safe? Now, not feeling safe can be related to core beliefs. If you have a core belief of I am not safe, you can never change that. And so you are going to look for a lot of control in your life, but you won't ever feel, well, you can feel safe because once you become aware that that's your core belief, then you'll be able to start being discerning about who you have in your life, how you're showing up, what you're exchanging, what you're giving and receiving and, and, and who helps you feel physically safe and who doesn't. However, if you don't feel safe, then it's really hard to feel the other needs. It's really hard to connect to the outside world. It's, really hard to trust yourself in how do I need to nourish myself because you're not going to trust your choices you're not going to feel safe in your choices it really will permeate all areas of your life not feeling safe and then filling that need is it's impossible and lastly love it doesn't work if you don't know how to give and receive love in the best way for you and in the best way for the others so the thing is that when you know how to give and receive love, it's going to be, you're going to be able to fill it. But when you don't know how to give it or receive it in a way that feels good to you, you won't know how to do that for other people if you can't do it for yourself. So... I worked with a client and 
he spent a lot of time filling his external needs and it was through shopping, through traveling, um, through relationships that uh, would give him some sense of connection and he was really living from a place of in his head and his needs were actually not being met at all because he didn't know what his own needs were personally. Now we went through this in the work uh, when we worked together and we worked together for over 12 months and it really became hard for him at one point to really sit in the truth that he was filling his wants over needs and the people he had in his life wasn't really connected to but they helped him feel like he was connected to the outside world and then moving him into a place of looking at his needs and when we first started looking you know if you look at it from that cup analogy you know filling your cup none of his cups were full and they only had a little bit in the bottom of each and you know I get goosebumps because I know the transition I know the transformation I know what I triggered in him and moving him into his heart and to the place of you know physically looking at what was in what needed to go in each cup for him to feel full took a little bit of time but what happened over that time is that people that he let go of he was okay with and what it allowed for is people to come in that were part of that cup filling that he did feel connected with that he did feel nourished and safe and loved within those relationships and you know he figured out how to be more heart-centered within his business, within his work, and to be able to connect to the people that he was employing as well, which was really important. And so that was interesting to me and to him as well because it altered every part of his life and he could see how filling his wants was really quite empty for him. And it made the relationships around him feel empty as well. Now, that showed up in his health. And so he often had good health, bad health, good health. And that was mental health as well. And he wasn't ever at a place where he wasn't having extreme highs and lows. And something that I've come to understand over time is that when our most people's needs are not being filled and it shows up in our collective health, our mental health, because as I said before, a lack of connection to self is a lack of self-awareness of what you need because you cannot possibly know what you need unless you are aware of yourself and what you need. And self-awareness requires truth <laughs> and it requires you to take a really good hard look. So, you know, how do we move into that? Well, I'm going to say to you and offer you this, and it's true, I don't need to provide any facts and figures on that. 
we constantly talk about mental health in our world. And what I want to offer you is your mental health is showing up as a lack of self-awareness. It's showing up as a, a lack of understanding. There's a need in you that's not being filled. And I'm not saying everyone around you has to suddenly jump on the bandwagon and fill it for you. That's out of responsibility. But when you start to fill it for yourself, others want to come to that party. Some people might go from your life as with my client and some, and then it leaves it open for people to come in that really do want to be part of filling your cup. Because when you know how to fill your own, you can fill others, man, woman or child. So I would offer you this. Something practical you can do is on a page, draw a circle and write the need in the middle of it. What need is it that you need? Like pick one and write in there some ideas, some thoughts around how you would fill that circle with, you know, whatever need it is, whether it's safety, love, nourishment, connection. Um, if you're not sure, I would suggest perhaps start with nourishment because when your body's feeling good, your mind will be feeling good. And start to have a look at what is nourishing, what would be nourishing for you. And then on the outside of that circle, write what's not nourishing for you and, you know, whatever need that you've picked. But here's the kicker, right? Here's how you get from not doing it to doing it, right, to filling that need. Here's what sits in the middle of it. You have to make a commitment every single day that you are going to show up, that this need is important to you and you're going to consistently do one action every single day that helps fill that need. And that requires you to create disciplined habits. Now for me, every single morning, things that fill my cup of meditation, I um, have intentional choices that I make every day of the life that I want to create that requires me to visualize what it is I want to do. I exercise. I need to be more disciplined in this. It's just reading a book, something that you know, um, nourishes my mind. And then I journal. So the one in there I've got to become more disciplined with is reading. Even if it's a, a quick little sentence or quick paragraph or whatever it is that I read every single day. And I like to do this first thing in the morning. So the first two hours of my day, this is what I'm doing. And that has required really disciplined approach to my life but it's been amazing and it's brought such calm and clarity and grounding so you're going to have to create disciplined habits around you feeling this need in your life because you can be motivated all you like but it's the discipline that brings you closer to having that full cup of whatever need it is if you've decided to go for nourishment then that requires discipline to nourish your body, to say no to things and say yes to the things that truly you know nourish you.
So lastly, I want you to, and I want to offer this to you. There's lots of really great stuff in here. There's so much value in what you can bring into your life and just those small little things that I've offered now, you know, choose one, fill it consistently every single day, you know, make a commitment that your needs are important and create the disciplined habits around it. Bam, right there. You've got connection, you've got nourishment, you've got safety and you've got love. So a really important one is though to start understanding how you give and receive love. Because if you are giving all the time but not receiving, then it's actually you're not giving from an intentional place of love. You're rejecting some aspects of if you're rejecting receiving, then I promise you you're probably going to feel rejected in the way that you give love. But if you're able to give and receive love as an energetic exchange, not equal as an exchange, then you will, your cup of love will be overfull all the time and the way that you receive love, people, it's going to be given in such different ways. So even bring it down to basics. If you're not sure, how the fuck do I do that? Bring it down to basics. Just keep it really fucking simple for now. The men in your life, give and receive love through respect. Just give it through the lens of respect. And for women, the women in your life, give and receive love through the lens of nurturing. As a woman, choose to nurture more. And from the men in your life, receive more respect. And just see how that fills you. See how that honours you. For the men, the same thing. Allow for the nurturing. Yeah? Not expecting it. Not like, oh, they have to. But just the little things that the women in your life can do that are nurturing. It might just be the simple touch on your arm and saying, how are you feeling? You know, as a man, it's very different to how you show up emotionally than as a woman. But that's a woman nurturing you in the only way that she knows how. And when you can pour some respect into that, she might show up differently. I guarantee that she will. Same for men. So you can bring it down to the basics and look at it from the feminine and masculine point of view and start to give and receive love through you know, your innate primal way and just see how that shows up and then begin to play around with it. I know I've given you so much goodness in here. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know how I can add value into your company, into your workplace. Do you have a personal development day coming up? I would love to be part of it because these are fundamental prime primary needs and that need to be filled and for so many people they don't understand what they are so I'd love to be part of showing how you can become the infinite leader in your life through these very simple approaches simple thinking simple actions so I'd love to come and speak and share this and add value into your company and workplace that would be amazing if I can add value into your life then I would absolutely love for you to connect with me. You're going to find the links below. And one is 30 minutes with me. One, so that we can check each other out. You know, am I the right person for you to work with? And are you the right person for me? 
to you know can I add value and 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 pour into your life uh, in a in a way that really contributes and grows and expands you. The links are below to that. Also, how to connect with me on social media. I do have Instagram, I have TikTok, Facebook, all the things, LinkedIn. I'm going to pop those links below. So you choose your own adventure with me and choose how you you want to connect and that feels good to you and that you know you want to grow and expand. And, you know, be prepared for that triggering I've got you, I promise, like we're good, we can do this. That's what I'm here to do, I'm here to activate your awakening. So if there is a part of you that says, yeah, I love my life but I want more, then let's let's do the more. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for you, I'm so available for the more and to activate that within you. I'm a leadership coach. I am here and so fucking passionate about you living in your purpose being in your true nature and expanding beyond anything you ever know so that you can become the infinite leader of your life. Thanks for sharing your time and energy and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. I'll see you next time.